Welcome to the Burley Brew Podcast. I'm Chandra Zeman Blinsky, the Family and Community Wellness Agent with Burley County with NDSU Extension. And I'm actually going to just have a natural conversation today with my colleague, Kelsey. She is our, I'll let you introduce yourself, Kelsey. Sure. I'm Kelsey Deckard. I'm your horticultural agent for both Burley and Morton County. And, you know, this is the subject that we're going to bring to you today is to get to know Generation Z. We're going to talk about the Generation Z, the generation younger than millennials. We actually have enough research to get to know them as far as some common characteristics. And, you know, Kelsey and I were just on a training session about the characteristics and we both honed in on some things that we, in hindsight, have noticed. She's a teacher or was a teacher. That's her, right, Kelsey? That's your training, your trade. And, you know, for me, I'm just noticing some of the individuals in my family and watching them grow up. And so we'll just talk about some of our observations. So let's define it first so we know what we're talking about. So Generation Z are individuals born between 1997 and about 2014. So you think of a generation with about 20 years, you know, give or take. So you'll see different years on different sources. But we're talking about about the 97 to 2014, some really good research there. Specifically individuals, and by the way, the even younger, so 2015 on, are um, Generation A. There's not quite enough information about that. So we won't get into it. But I know that when we talk about Z, we think, okay, who's, who's even younger than that. So we'll, we'll wait for that research to come out. So Kelsey, when you were listening about Generation Z, what are some characteristics that you recall that were interesting? Yeah, so first, kind of like how you defined it, Chanter, I actually had to go and be like, okay, what age group are we really dealing with? So it looks like about 7 to 24. And I used to teach, I guess, secondary classes. So I had age age group of seventh to 12th graders and stuff. So some things that they talked about that, you know, are really important with that age group. And especially like in my case, kind of that upper high school grades and stuff, huge right off of the bat that stuck out is mental health. I noticed a lot of different, you know, kids are, and I don't know if it was something that maybe in even my generation stuff, we just we just didn't talk about, or it wasn't something that people really put as a pressing issue in this world, but mental health just in general, a lot of students and stuff would say, gosh, I I have really bad anxiety or, you know, different things that would play into their mental health. And yeah, I mean, we had a really good school counselor and stuff that tried to address those issues and stuff but mental health right off the bat stood out I've seen a lot of kids that like I said again going back to saying like anxious and being more cognizant of their mental health in school compared to even when I was in school really good comment because I totally honed in on that too so to put it specifically you know one of the defining characteristics of the generation is they seek help for mental health issues and you know I'm proud of them for that because it's hard for us. Yes. And it shouldn't be, you know, but um, maybe, and so, yeah, I, I'm refreshed by that. Well, and I think too, they don't view it in the sense that like I have a problem or like it's an embarrassment. You know, I feel like they have talked about it amongst their peers, their friends, probably even their families. And it's something that, okay, you have this. So how are we going to address it? Like, what are some different things you can do about 
you know, just even having like testing anxiety, you know, mm-hmm. and, and different things like that. Another thing that I think maybe pushes mental health, why we see it more often and stuff, again, that stuck out with this Generation Z is the social media act aspect. They hone in on way too much, in my opinion, I guess, on that. And I think when you live in that social media world, it really pushes more of that again, some of those mental health, like, did somebody like your picture? Did somebody comment? You know, we see a lot of, I guess, kind of desktop bullies, so to speak, you know, with the cyberbullying and stuff. So I think, I think because of that aspect that plays into it is why we see them care so much about mental health and actually seek help for it. Hmm. Yeah, because we know technology and social media are so important to this generation too. Yes. It could even be the way they connect on social media that you're saying. So that can drive good and bad. Right. So interesting. Mm. I think it's a really interesting generation. Even I have like you two, some family members that fall in this category. And it's like one of the subjects that I'm so intrigued by is the way kids date these days. Like I did have students who said, I have a girlfriend that's from London or the UK. And I'm like, what do you mean? You know, but they connect on social media or they say, well, I met, I met them through Facebook. I met them through Snapchat and it it just, it blows my mind. (laughs) Right. That, you know, even connecting a, like maybe even a love relationship or something is so emotional versus the physical thing that I don't know that. um, So yeah, like they are very big on diversity and mm-hmm. maybe that's a worldly thing and it's, you know, social media and connecting over the internet for a relationship long-term to me is just baffling, but I suppose that that's their norm is connecting yes. over the web. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And just knowing that, you know, it's important that we sort of hone in our judgment and just accept you know, each generation for who they are. That's actually why we're here, just so that you can get to know them, notice the characteristics, some things that you can pull from them as help. Like I know I'm gonna call my cousins for help on, you know, setting up the fire stick or whatever, you know, technology that I have. Um, But hopefully they can listen to my message about, you know, how to enter the workforce or, and actually speaking of that, this generation is really big on post-secondary education. And they're actually entering the workforce a little bit later, according to research, not immediately. So they're taking their time becoming educated because they are well-educated, which is interesting because um, I just want to share an example of uh, one of my family members. So he became an entrepreneur and that's Ray Kelsey, one of the defining characteristics. A lot of entrepreneurs here. Yes. So he, and I just thought this was amazing. He started his own company the day he turned 18, like he was 18 had a company and, you know, he sells clothing. And so then he ended up actually moving to a bigger city and he connected with a company. And this is, I'm like, okay, so what do I do with these entrepreneurs? I'm actually super impressed. So how do I connect with them? And what, what is happening in the world of entrepreneurship is that he joined a company that's all entrepreneur. So he, and I'm not sure if he's paid or not, but this particular company actually promotes together everybody's business. So really all they do is they connect different business owners 
to build their brand. So as they're working together and going to their eight to five or whatever it is, and by the way, that looks a little bit different. I'll explain that in a second. So as they're working, they're also working on their own business. So that's what we're seeing here with the Generation Z. And as I'm watching this presentation and our training that we're bringing to you, I just thought of him pretty much every slide. Yeah. And I think you, when you touched on how they're a little bit slower to go into the workforce and stuff, I think that plays back to from that training, they said how Generation Z likes to eliminate the problem versus addressing a symptom. So they gave, you know, hunger, um, food security as a, as kind of the problem. And rather than them wanting to go volunteer or do like a food drive, they'd rather say, okay, how do we end hunger? So I think, you know, that education piece that you just talked about, Chandra, probably plays into their mindset of we're going to eliminate some of these problems rather than trying to address just a a simple aspect of it. Yeah, that's a good example, too. And while you're talking about that and, you know, I did promise, you know, the difference between eight to five. So I don't know. He probably doesn't work that time frame in the example that I'm thinking of with my family member. What they do is they go around the world. And they travel together. I don't know if they give certain stipends to the people that, you know, to their partners, they call them not necessarily employees to be able to afford this. But I know that the, the owners of the company will actually go and rent a place in like Thailand they went to right before the pandemic. And now they're about to go to Mexico and they'll go for a month. And whoever wants to come in and out with their own entrepreneur company can So they're working differently and that really um, attracts them. Yeah. They, they talked about that, how they want, you know, they're, they're loyal to different opportunities for themselves and growth. And I can definitely see that with generation Z, that age group wanting, you know, that travel aspect as a huge appeal, whether it's with their job or just even in their personal life. Exactly. And, you know, one of the values of Generation Z, I'll just read the list uh, because this is interesting. So we talked about social media and technology. We talked about post-secondary education is important. Entrepreneurship. So um, that creative expression you sort of just mentioned differently. Social advocacy and then also financial stability. As we move into something I also thought about how there's trust across the different generations. What'd you pick up there? That was an interesting slide. How this generation actually trusts differently than like the boomers, Generation X and millennials. Yeah. When they kind of looked at overall, like some different like authority figures and stuff on that. Is that where you're coming from, Chandra? Yeah. So it it looks like this generation is a little less trusting on you know, military, police, this doesn't mean that they don't respect that, but, you know, as they're polled, and I guess there's been some things going on in the world that maybe caters to that. But, you know, I appreciate that right behind that, this generation wants to fix things, not just put a bandaid on it. So yes, yes. Good that I mean, we actually understand that. And that's, that's why we're talking about it. And that's what I would think is a lot of their big, I guess, the history will they'll be teaching down the road and stuff those big moments they've seen you know in their lives has played a huge factor in it and I think again too whether it's social media or just even the media in general the different you know news isn't reported the same way it used to be so I think even that just plays a lot of a lot of effect into 
their trusting of different, whether it's military, police officers, you know, scientists and everything. I think that plays a factor into it as well. Yeah, hugely, I'm sure. And, you know, there was a period of time where the media couldn't get in to these types of events. Now they're everywhere. And so, yeah, it's instant knowledge or, you know, at least pretty close to truthful knowledge. I mean, we never really know unless we're there ourselves, but there's media everywhere. Yeah. You know, and we'll leave you with this here about Generation Z. There's uh, some fun things here or fun words, some what we call (laughs) urban dictionary stuff, right? Slang. Slang. Slang of their generation. So I did not know a lot of these. I only knew a couple again from my teaching experience, but there was also some that I'm like, gosh, I heard a lot of kids say maybe it was just in that particular school that didn't make this list. Okay, right. I agree. Um, So we should actually share with the audience. I'm a generation Xer and I'm just on the cusp of millennials, a little bit older than millennials. And you're I'd be in the millennials. Right. Okay. So it's funny because I mean, you're right next to them and I really am too. And we didn't know a lot of these. Okay. So what was one of the words that really stuck out was yeet. (laughs) Y-E-E-T. Have you heard that one? No, I had no idea about that one. Well, and then, you know, some of the other NDSU extension um, agents and specialists were saying they've heard this one quite a bit. I don't know. Because they're children, I think, is where they've gotten it from. I'm just going to share this one here. Yeet can be used as a verb, like throwing something or doing something cool. I don't know how you would put that in a sentence, but it's important (laughs) to know what they're saying, right? Yes. Yes. Um, Something about excitement. But um, one of the other ones, I did recognize meme. We've been seeing a lot of memes here lately. And actually, I like it. They're funny images that can lighten your day. Yep. So thank you to the Gen Z's for your for <laughs> So, all right. Well, Kelsey, thank you for joining today. Anything uh, to close it out about Generation Z? No, I think it's a generation that, as was stated in our training and stuff, you know, every generation or every generation, youngest generation that's coming and stuff always kind of gets a bad rep out there and everything and then as we move forward we realize um, what they bring to the table and one of the big things they talked about is a lot of this gen z is within those who i guess with the the extension organization and stuff would be that 4-h age so just knowing a little bit more about them and how they work and things that they value really helps i guess try to cater to their needs and understand where they're at, I guess, for me. Yeah, that's a really good point, that piece about 4-H. And so, you know, if you have a situation where maybe you're at work or maybe it's even just your family and you want to hear the formal presentation about Generation Z, we'd be happy to come out and teach that for you. So contact our office with Burley County Extension, NDSU Extension in Burley County, I should say. And... Uh, Thank you for listening. We hope you will listen on future episodes. Thanks, Chandra. Thank you.